0: Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey. You learn about new books. And at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Author Sports where every great conversation happens and we are so excited because we get to have Kelly and Manuel here with us tonight. How are you doing, Kelly?
1: Kelly? I am fantastic CJ. Thank you so much for having me tonight.
0: Thanks for being here. You sound fantastic. We were talking earlier about your new microphone and I am crushing on it.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm very I'm very professional now, CJ. So.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, we're getting fancy up in here. <laughs> so guys, I want to tell you a little bit more about Kelly Ann and we're talking, you know, me and Kelly Ann We've had a great opportunity to talk quite a few times because of Black Chanteau, The Book Fest. Like you guys, if you have, if you don't know about The Book Fest, you definitely need to go to the bookfest.com. Check it out. It happens twice a year. But guys, Kelly Manuel is proof that you can flip things upside down and become a prolific children's book author. Kelly Manuel published 31 books books at the same time one for each day of the month and they are the cutest neatest books you will ever see and if you ever get an opportunity let her read one to you because it will leave you with a tear dropping from your eye because it did me so they're absolutely captivating and we are going to get into them here so I'm not gonna give you too much more information about Kelly Emanuel, because I want you guys to hear about a lot of it from her herself. So, Kelly, what made you want to do 31 books like all at the same time? That would that would like most authors, that would put them in their graves. That would scare them the bejesus out of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes. That's what's so so fantastic about my journey. So unexpected, entirely unexpected. And, you know, I talk about that I only started writing in uh, really March of 2022. Wow. So, you know, I, I'm an uncommon author. Oh. None of this was part of a life plan. Now, okay. It's clearly part of my purpose and mission, but it was not, you know, laid out in any kind of calendar way. Yeah. Yeah. So when it, when it happened, I was as surprised as anybody else. Let me put it that way. I was shocked. I just really had done a lot of work on myself. Mm. And I talk about that. It, it let me achieve quiet internally and externally the work did yeah and you know i put in a good deal of energy into that work but it paid off because when i got that interior and exterior quiet i heard the poetry oh. and it came fast and it came furious and it i say it came as easy as breathing
0: wow yeah. i know I know. That, that right there just makes me want to go, okay, so when is your self-help book coming about about how you did all that work? Because I'm going to need that right now.
1: <laughs> uh, it's in the works, CJ. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. You heard it here, everybody. Listen up. So when, when you started to download
1: all of that, what did that feel like? Oh my gosh. Well, it was stunning because I didn't know the, the end. I only knew it from moment to moment. So, you know, I heard, uh, you know, I was um, I'm in a healing program and the healing program had a journal prompt. That's what led to the first poem. And okay. that's why I say it was the work that I did that led to this. So that first poem was My Name is Mountain. Hmm. And I thought it was an only child. And I really didn't know what it meant. And then what started happening is the floodgates opened Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: the arrival of not only 30 more, more than 30 arrived. Now I had to prioritize which poems to focus on. I realized very early on, the poetry was meant to be converted to a nursery rhyme format for a child. So, Yeah, that that was part of the the evolution of the poetry. I'm like, oh, this is uh, important, but this is for children. And it's meant to be a story. And then I realized that they are nursery rhymes. And I started having this realization uh, about Hans Christian Andersen Mm. and the work he did. And I just felt uh, uh, some kind of camaraderie let's say with his style and with his spirit and his energy and and the work that he did on the planet. So that's if I were to describe what my stories and my nursery rhymes are like, that's the best way for me to do so. Okay. Interesting.
0: And you talk about this wasn't what your path was, but you know, it was your
1: purpose. What was your path in the beginning before? You know, I just went about the world, you know, I, I had, I was married, I was raising my son Mm -hmm. and I, I did work. I worked, um, in a corporate world after my child, I went into the preschool arena as a teacher and then into administration. Okay. You know, so my heart has always been with the children, you know, it's always been there. I, I worked on a very important preschool program, um, for a gigantic Catholic church in Charlotte. And, you know, so I've always cared about quality, even in my corporate job, I was in quality. I was an ISO quality. So it, it was really setting me up for this later yeah. stage of life. Didn't know it clearly at the time. And then we, you know, we had so much, um, in, in our family system, as far as, uh, properties went. So I was managing properties and doing, I was immersed in DIY. We did our own projects to improve homes and um, be able to sell them at profit. So, I was, you know, caulking, sanding, demoing, wow. you know, painting, uh, you know, changing out vents. So, <laughs> I wasn't writing. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: absolutely you were not <laughs> writing you were fully hands on but I think yeah. those skills and especially when you talk about working with the young kids, I think that helped you clearly identify that those were those poems the poetry were for children you you recognized that and that's so beautiful that you were able to see right away that these were meant for children so now let's talk about some of your books because I I just love the illustrations they're so vivid and they're so beautiful and they go so well with the picture I mean with the words as well they just they make them come alive
1: well that's another interesting part of 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 the story here you know because when I started writing I did not own a computer oh wow I I did my name is Mountain on a 2017 iPad and <laughs> a fairly wonky laptop that was was not going doing very well, and <laughs> I mean so I didn't even know I wasn't even aware or current and up to date on software to do what I knew I needed to do somehow so. I end up, my TV went out and I was trying to get a new TV and I try and I try, I pay for it and I can't get it delivered for the life of me. Finally, I realized I need a computer, not a television. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when when I think the universe has a hand in this, those are the kind of things I talk about. So the the TV won't work. I can't get a new one. I canceled the one I bought and I went to the Apple store and got myself a Mac, right? Got myself... Yeah. Then I trained myself on Canva and iStock. iStock is where I found the illustrations to match my words in a way that is so organic that people believe. And it looks like I had my own illustrator who was matching illustrations to the words. However, that is not what happened. And it's such an amazing way an organic way that this happened that that's why i speak to it yeah. because this shows also that if you have words that if you go to a, a subscription a place like iStock where there's millions of pieces of art that yeah. artists are sharing mm-hmm. that they're willing to license that's a gift yes it, it, it can get you to the place you want to be in and, and, and that's how i did it so fast so i get the computer I figure out Canva to do the manuscripts. I find iStock and I talk about in, you know, in 14 days, I had 27 manuscripts with art cover to, to end, wow. ready to go in 14 days, 27 books. Now the 31 I've completed within the next week, but, and I did stop. I had more. I prioritized <laughs> Yeah, I prioritized which ones I felt were the most important to be in the hands of children. And yeah. And by doing that, they fell into the four categories. I didn't, when I wrote them, they all just came. And then I later realized they fell into the series formats.
0: Hmm. Now what series format do you have?
1: Okay. So when I started to, do the, I had to write synopsises. So when you do 31 books and you go to self-publish and well, mine was hybrid publishing, you have to submit a synopsis for every book, Yeah, which is, you know, four to five paragraphs uh-huh. um, on the back. Well, I needed to do those quickly to get these published quickly. So when I was writing those, I started realizing they were meant to be numbered and in the series. Okay. So naturally they fell. So they, they fell into uh, what I call the classics. So the mm-hmm. classics are like um, the night quiet, the there barely, the line sky. So I flip titles. So instead of skyline, it's line sky. Instead mm-hmm. of barely there, it's the there barely. Instead of quiet night, it's the night quiet. So I'm flipping things in, in a lot of ways here. And that's part of how I'm trying to reach my audiences through a different way a different thought process, but still very common themes. So the classics are for everybody. They're, they're all for everybody, but the classics from, you know, eight months to 80 years old, an 80 year old um, family member, it resonated. They resonate because they have that, that piece to them. That is timeless. So the classics are, are, are like that. Then, Then I figured out I had a a group that I was going to call The Essentials. And those are your daily ritual stories uh, about creating ritual and patterns and positive self-talk. Now, Mm -hmm. all the books are about positive self-talk, but The Essentials are more the day in and day out, approaching the morning with optimism, Um, things like play and adventure and emotions these are, are the daily things that a child is going to experience because all the books are experiential. They're all experiential. So they're all based on some experience that I had and there's a lesson to each one. So that's why they're so layered, right? So then you've got my name is the, my name is series and, and those. So I was getting poems that all started the same way and they were the, um, my name is books and they're just about identity identity and and they're great for any age, you know, and my name is mountain was about my identity in a, in a large way. And then of course, my name is mountain is also an an environmental uh, story as well, because it's about giving to the point of, is there anything left? Mm. And the mountain gives itself away and the child and the mountain have a chat. So it, it, my name is models positive discourse. Mm, positive discussion, yeah, healthy. How about how about some healthy chatting about what a child sees, what they observe and and why not go back and forth about the different opinions in a calm respectful manner. That's what my name is uh, does as well as the the development of the self and the identity mm. and esteem and saying I believe this is who I am. And it's also about inner and outer. You know, what do you feel like on the inside? What does it look like on the outside? Because we do have an outside world that we are right. having to navigate. And children most of all have to navigate that. And that's that's what I want to do. I want to help with that. I want to assist. Finally, um, you've got the rainbow's end. And those all started the same way, just like the, my name is. And they're about what can happen at the end of a rainbow. And it just gives me permission to transport. And I say, not only the child, but the caregiver who's also reading the story to go from that ordinary adult brain, daily life mindset (laughs) to, to a land of play. And and in that moment, in that, timing and that bonding it's for both the child and the caregiver because you don't know what can happen at the end of the rainbow because I'm creating new events I'm creating an event like the boots rain so instead of rain boots the boot you know that came when I was putting my boots on to walk my dog in the rain <laughs> and I thought what if the boots came from the sky instead of being on the ground what oh, if we wow. what if we swap that out so this is how I, this is how I, how how I operate.
0: And, you know, I love that because you're, you're changing the narrative, but yet allowing, like you said, that discourse with self and allowing them to, to kind of think about things in a different way. Like you said, an uncommon author, uncommon, having a conversation with yourself, Paying attention to the world around you, thinking, and staying calm about it versus just throwing up your hands and giving up, and and bringing in the caregiver as well, so that it's man, you're blowing my mind a little bit. <laughs> Oh, I think it's beautiful because it's all things that have real world implications and things that are going on right now, especially with our young folks that I think a lot of people have stopped doing in the household, in school, and uh, around the playground, stuff like that. So
1: that's, that's really beautiful. It's so important for my stories uh, to be active, yeah, not passive, mm. and to be motivational and to provide what I call a layer of support. Yep. And when you work with children and you care about children, the more layers of support that they have, the better chance they have at, at, at overcoming whatever we know they're going to have experiences. Yeah. So, so the book can meet the child uh, from something um, as as what we would maybe consider not so drastic, but to a child, say, losing a sport event. You know, to them, that can be the end of, of, of the world. Well, yeah. but then the books can also address something as serious as grief or, or the, you know, a marriage that doesn't make it or a grandparent that passes away. So, you know, the loss, that's like the loss total instead of total loss. Yeah. So. The loss total could be for one child losing that ball game. And for another child, it could be the death of a loved one. So the story can meet the child in their experiences, whether the experience is something traumatic or something that's just part of growing up and experiencing the world. And they have that spectrum. And that's why they will always be important in a library, in a home because they'll always hit a different chord and they'll always resonate in a different way. And you'll never tire of the different view that you catch each time, almost like a kaleidoscope, where you would never see quite the same version of light and color in a kaleidoscope. That's how my stories are. Yeah, a lot of authors will write
0: very specifically, this is a book about losing and grief. This is a book about a very specific topic, whereas yours is more, I don't want to say it's generalized because it's not, but like you said, it allows for, to meet the child, like you said, it allows to meet the child where they're at. And they can feel that it's speaking directly to them, whether they're in the in grief, or if they're in happiness, or if they're in play, or wherever they're at, they can feel it. And that that's beautiful because not very many people can write a book that is open enough to meet somebody where they're at and still be felt in so many different emotions. How did you how did you navigate that through your creative process?
1: Well, that that plays into why there's so many. <laughs> that plays into why there's 31, one for every day of the month. Because by doing that, I'm able to address experiences one by one. So that's the gift of the quantity. That's the gift of the breadth and and the, the just the enormity of the publishing work that I've accomplished in such a short time because that allows the parent, the caregiver, the auntie, the uncle, the grandma, on the the sibling right to read the back to read my synopsis and know you know instinctively which book might be the most appropriate for a child at a certain time you know Mm -hmm. and it you know you can just start collecting them that way so you know you might you know the tinker sleep is about waking up in the middle of the night and not being able to fall asleep and this is to encourage not to go to electronics This is to encourage to write something down. So the Tinker Sleep, you may have a child who's uh, waking up in the middle of the night. It may be very simple and they want to go to their um, iPad. So the Tinker Sleep would address, what should I do in the middle of the night, you know, when my child's awake? So that's a kind of a specific thing. Of course, all my stories are layered. So there's more to Tinker Sleep than that. But that is, you know, the basic.
0: I probably need to read that one. Instead of going to my phone, I need to keep a journal next to me and write down my thoughts
1: <Yeah, laughs> That t- one is and, and
0: for adults as well. This, see, that's my
1: point. <laughs> yes, my dear. They are all for everybody. They oh, are wow. for everybody. No matter who you are, <laughs> how old you are, you will get, you'll get something that will resonate. And I, yeah. and you know, If I could do a money back guarantee, I would, you know, money back guarantee. (laughs) I mean, you were not kidding
0: when you said from, what was it, eight months to 80 years old? Yes. I mean, you weren't kidding because when you said that, I was like, oh, I probably need to read that book and figure out some life lessons because I do. I wake up in the middle of the night and I grab my phone because I can't sleep. So I'm like, well, let me find something to help me fall
1: asleep or kill some time until I do get sleepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And what, what can happen is the opposite, right? What, what, what can happen is electronics can stimulate. right? So if a child will go to paper and either, you know, I, I, I use the word pen. It could be obviously pencil or cramp pen. Right. It just worked with the poetry. And see, the other key is that they rhyme. Yeah. Now, any uh, caregiver, librarian, teacher, parent who looks up the benefit of rhyming When it comes to literacy, we'll see how gigantic it is. It's huge. So that piece of the puzzle is also a part of my books because Mm. it's setting the child up for success. So what the idea is, they learn the story, they learn the rhyme, something occurs in their life, they recall the rhyme, Mm. and it becomes that layer of support. So they'll remember in the Tinker, tinker Sleep where I say, um, you know, why not write down your thoughts destined for revealing? So then maybe they'll, they'll be at college at some point and they can't sleep in their dorm. And maybe they'll remember the story of the Tinker Sleep that said, write down your thoughts that are destined for, re- for revealing. Yeah. So that's the idea that these become a piece of, of their memory bank and they can draw upon it. You know, the la- the things like the lost total, the-, the snow last. I mean, the snow last for this time of year so instead, cute. Of, um, instead of the last snow. Yeah. And this is about endings. And I utilize the seasons uh, as, as such a wonderful way to uh, reflect on beginnings and endings. Oh. And, you know, it, 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 but it ends up telling the child not to fear the end. Because of the fond memories that were created. And because it's the beginning of something else, there may be a snow last, but it's the beginning of another season past. My heart
0: just fluttered like they're so cute. I think that everybody needs to buy like a bundle of 31 books and with a cute little bow on top, you know, with a little sprig of cinnamon with the pine cone with the snow last on top because it's the cutest book ever. I mean, they're all super cute, but like I'm already in holiday mode over here. Right.
1: I mean, that's so cute. You know, a good way to dip your foot in in, in the water with me, or a toe in the water, is download an ebook. And then also, I've just done the audio and video for all thirty one stories.
0: No way! I've just did released. you read
1: them all yourself? Oh, and I have a, a, a professional narrator, Phil. Oh. Bill,
0: yeah, But oh, you yeah. do
1: such a great job. Saying. I was hoping to hear you read them book. Oh, all. sweetie. I'm working on that. You know, PR, okay. you know, the Black Chateau has me creating uh, content for the YouTube channel. Oh, so nice. I do have four stories on there that are myself. And, um, you know, that's, that's, me. I have to read some of my books before I do that to get myself. Yeah, right. Closet. So you I have, have ebook and do yeah, you have all then, of them
0: on audio as yeah. well?
1: Yes, I worked oh with that. Um, there's an amazing company called Pro Audio Voices out of Oregon. And they are just tremendous. Anybody out there who's an author who wants to do any audiobooks, this is uh, the creme de la creme. And okay. they are just fantastic. So, yeah, I just released with them. And they've got um, a platform called Amplify mm. uh, Audiobooks. And so you can buy all 31 audiobooks wow. for under $20. And imagine
0: your child falling asleep to these beautiful stories. I mean I just thinking about them I'm like okay I need the tinker
1: The tinker sleep? Yes my dear.
0: I need yes. the tinker sleep for whenever I wake up in the middle of the night. I need the audio version so I just put it on. I grab my phone. I press play and listen to it instead of grabbing my phone to play
1: anything <laughs> That's the idea, right? That's the idea. Yeah. You want to be soothed, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. want to be soothed. And, and the night quiet is another one of my, the night quiet is my oh. good night moon. Yeah. The night quiet is asking the night quiet to join you.
0: Oh. To
1: join you in, in sleep. And, and to welcome in the idea of a character of the night quiet. and And having the night quiet fluff up the pillow. And, and assist the child from going from awake to sleep
0: oh, and that wow. can be
1: for anybody I recite uh, the night quiet to myself when I wake up in the middle of the night oh. that's what i do I recite it and I'm like come to me night quiet you know i've courted you all day and and before you know it I'm out again so it must it must work. Oh, that's an ultimate lullaby as
0: well. I have a friend who just had baby girl twins, and you know what? That's a great gift. I need to send to her. Oh, she needs the Audible. Not I the I always audio. say Audible. She needs the audio book. I need to. Oh, send... the audio, an audio book.
1: And, and, and any travel going on for holiday, you know, because because what happens is, especially if you see my synopsis. These books are meant to create discussion. Yeah. They're meant to be launch pads. They're meant to be conversation starters for topics that maybe don't come up so naturally. So in the car, you know, as a family traveling where you might travel for, for a holiday, you can play one of the audiobooks and then see what, because because I write from my inner child. That's what I write from. So then the child, the children hear my stories, they relate to what I've said. And they actively want to discuss it. Oh wow. How how great for anybody driving with a child yeah. to have them want to engage with you. Yeah, you've just can... yeah.
0: reinvented a whole new no longer the the old car games that we used to play, you know, I spy with my little eye. Now you're opening up family discussion where you don't have time to sit at the dinner table anymore. It seems like families have lost that connection. Now you're bringing in those discussions back with your books. Ima- imagine books opening up discussions again in family units right here kelly M. Manuel's books that's what's happening there we go we're doing it it's happening beautiful love it oh, that's what literature is supposed to do it's supposed to open up the door for discussion and i'm so glad that you wrote books that is doing that for children, especially at a young age, because if they learn it at a young age, they'll continue it into adulthood. And it can change our society, which absolutely needs to happen. So thank you for writing those books. I need to go grab all 31 and start making some gifts. I need to read Tinker Sleep, obviously, because I I have bad sleeping habits. (laughs) But... Is there anything you want to leave us with today before we head out? Because I mean, I just, I could sit and talk to you all night. You need to be a writing coach because I know there's a lot of writers out there that can learn that need to learn and could learn how to write from their inner child. Because I think that there is so much of our inner child's that we can learn from because our inner child's, We're squelched at a very young age. And because of that, there's just so much of that creativity that we lost. Um, You should be a writing coach. You should be a motivational speaker. You should be a self-help coach. But don't forget, you need to keep writing books. I'm making you very busy here, Kellyanne.
1: Um, (laughs) Girl, I am ready for it. I'm here for it. You know, I am. This gives me life. This gives me breath. This is the pulse of who I am. And this is why I am here to get these words and these stories in the hands of children. And that's why it was so incredibly fast, because it's important today. This wasn't to be delayed. This was to happen now. And I just feel so lucky that I get to be a part of this. That, that somehow, some way the universe trusted me with these poems and these words and these stories. And I just wake up grateful for that. And I hope I always express that anytime I talk about my books and also to the um, illustrators who put the art on uh, stock for me and my words to find. Yeah, I don't know these people, but my gratitude to them is mammoth. And also to Black Chateau. Yeah. Without Black Chateau, I would just be here in my townhouse with my dog, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, with stories. Yeah. But you know, they uh, they are just I can't really explain or, or express my gratitude for what they are helping me do as far as getting the word out about my stories. And, and I just am so grateful to them. So every step along the way, I'm just guided intuitively to the correct folks, like someone like I know named CJ. Oh, bless. That helped me each day get a little bit further and, and I encourage anyone who listens, do not limit yourself. Do not allow the naysayers in your mind or your head to win. I always say, tell them to take a coffee break. Tell them, tell them you don't need them at the moment. Then create. Create once you've sent them packing, at least for, at least for a short period of time, and achieve that inner quiet I talk about and wait till you see what your inner self and your inner child have just waiting to show you and for you to show the world.
0: Amen. Absolutely. Kelly, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your beautiful books, your amazing knowledge, and your energy on the author's porch, because it's going to touch so many lives. Your books are already touching lives, touching young kids' lives. They need to be in libraries across the world. They need to be in classrooms. Educators need to pick them up and understand the worth that they will have in the classrooms. And parents, they need to grab a hold of them and have those conversations with your kids because your kids are actually going to want to conversate with you because of these books, put the electronics down and CJ is going to grab them and get some better sleep at night. So guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to the author's porch where every great conversation happens because we have amazing authors like Kellyanne Manuel, the uncommon author until next time, my friends. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, Kellyanne. Bye-bye.